powered by MPB. This is the MPB Student Council Podcast, hosted by members of MPB Student Council. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. My name is Caleb Thompson. I'm an upcoming freshman in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. This is a podcast for the MPB Student Council. As a final project for our MPB Student Council term, we were instructed to find and interview people in our community who are important and have a great impact. With me today, I have Dr. Jennifer Pope and Dr. Stuart Smurthwaite. Both of them are principals at Oak Park Elementary. Welcome. How are y'all today? We're great. Doing very well. Thank you. Thank you, Kayla. Dr. Pope, can you tell me a little bit about your role at Oak Park? Well, I have been the principal of Oak Park Elementary in Ocean Springs for 12 years now. I started my career in Ocean Springs School District as a teacher, third grade. I just sort of moved up as lead teacher. I was assistant principal at Oak Park, and now I'm the principal where I'm going to retire from. So my role is just to, as the principal, is just to support teachers and ensure that students receive the best education they can. That's great. What about you, Dr. Smurthwaite? Well, as the assistant principal here at Oak Park Elementary, my role is to support the principal, of course, and help her carry out the vision of the school. But my main role that I see is to ensure our teachers are well-supported because well-supported teachers lead to well-supported students. Definitely. I agree. Why did y'all choose elementary school? You could have gone anywhere else and you chose that. Funny, somebody asked me that earlier. I always wanted to be in the field of education. I've always wanted to be a teacher. I love children. And I think elementary for me is my place because I just love to see, you know, when the students come here in kindergarten, you know, some of them have a background of some education and some do not. And just watching them grow and progress both socially and academically is just something that really brings me a lot of joy. And I just can relate to younger children better, to be honest with you. To me, that foundation is very, very important. And I like to be a part of that. I'm sure there are a lot of obstacles being a principal and an assistant principal at an elementary school. Can you tell me some hardships that y'all might go through? Well, I thought about that this morning, actually. Honestly, it's harder to be an educator today than it was 30 years ago because of the schools and the teachers have to compete with outside of the classroom. You know, children come to us now with so much more knowledge, social media, the internet, they have video games. You really have to do a lot more to to keep them motivated and, I, I guess, in a way, entertain them. That is an obstacle in itself. It hasn't really changed that much, but the, even the dynamics of, of families, some are coming to us with single parent homes. You know, that could be challenging. Absent parents, maybe living with their grandparents. I, I really do feel like it's harder now to be an educator than it was years ago because of the access that students have to things outside of school. Other than that, you know, at all ages, children just, they want to learn and they want to be, feel loved and feel safe and appreciated. Our number one goal as, as educators is to educate them, but we also want to make them feel safe and loved and build relationships with them to get to know them on a personal basis. You mentioned keeping them motivated. Can either of y'all tell me what y'all do to help them stay motivated in school? I can talk on that because uh, that's one of, I think, one of my strengths as an educator is kind of boosting people up, lifting them up, making school fun for our students. Like Dr. Pope said, our students come wired to be entertained. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even students in elementary school, you know, they're on YouTube, they're on TikTok. And even though it may not be age appropriate, the reality is they are. And so their brains are wired for this constant stimulation. 
they're just going to move on to the next thing until they get that little hit of dopamine to keep them engaged and entertained. And so we focus a lot on exciting learning experiences for our students. Our teachers really do a lot of outside the box things for our students. We finished an outdoor classroom this year. There's a really, really nice space for our teachers and students to use. Just a very active PTO that helps support these things. But as far as motivating students, one of the things we do is in the morning on Thursdays, I have a big rolling boom box. We roll it down the hallway. And with each grade level, I get them all out in the hallway, including the teachers, mm -hmm. because they have to get out and dance too. And we, the YMCA, will hit the cha-cha slide, the Cupid shuffle, the Macarena, whatever we can do to get our students hyped up. And it sounds kind of silly, but we have students that they are never late on Thursday. We need, we need to do it every day because it has really helped with our tardies. They're mad at their parents. Parents have told us, oh my gosh, they are wanting to get here because they don't want to miss the boom box down the hallway. Yeah, Thursday morning dance party is definitely a hit with the students. And I know it sounds kind of silly or goofy, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make our kids love school. And so, you know, we'll dress up in crazy outfits. We'll dance in the hallways. We'll sing. We'll do whatever we have to do for our students to create a positive learning environment. We do something a little different, too. The normal is, you know, you, you may get in trouble and you go to the office, see the principal. Well, we do positive behavior referrals. And so teachers will give students a positive behavior referral for, you know, being kind to a classmate, sharing, using their manners. And they will come to the office and be recognized. Their picture will be taken. And we really, really use them as an example for their peers. So, you know, not just doing extra things besides just in the classroom. We try to do a lot of recognition for everything that a child can give you in a positive way other than grades, you know, for being friends, for being kind, for using manners, being a good citizen, because really that is just as important as making those good grades. Definitely. We have to talk to the high school principals about getting a boombox. We need oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> How do y'all make sure that all the students are treated equally and everyone is happy? Because it's hard to do that with so many people. Right. Well, I think it first comes with expectations. That is an expectation here that Dr. S and I, you know, maintain. And if it's not happening, there's going to be some conversations about it. Children come to us with all different levels of experiences and knowledge, and we have a lot of different resources and supports in place to make sure that no student falls in the cracks. We've got interventionists, we've got counselors, we've got behavior specialists. The teachers differentiate in the classroom. That's an expectation. It's not just one size fits all anymore. And that's one of the things I was going to mention earlier is back in the day, you know, kids sat in the rows in the classroom and the desk. You know, we use flexible seating. Students have choices to an extent. We still have maintain that structure because, you know, students without structure, they don't feel safe. So we, mm -hmm. we still maintain the structure. But at the same time, you know, we allow them, if they work best by standing at a stand-up desk, then they can stand at a stand-up desk. Or if they work best sitting on the floor, that kind of thing. We just sort of embrace that as long as they know how to keep their behavior under control and, and do the work that they need to do. Yes. You know, children are all different and we just need to recognize that. And what we do, you know, we're real big about building relationships. So our teachers know you need to get to know those children and what works for those children because they're coming to us from different families, different backgrounds. And you may not, you need to know what's going on in their lives because that's going to make a difference in the kind of mood and the reactions that you're going to get from those students. So building those relationships and just making sure that they meet the needs of the students is an expectation that we speak about a lot. And I want to co-sign on that as well. And Dr. Pope would never brag on herself, so let me do it for her. No. <laughs> she models that expectation 
It's from the top down. She can tell you every student in this school. She can tell you who their parents are. She can tell you their story. And so it's not just she expects the teachers to do that while she's in her office. Mm -hmm. She's out with the students. She's out with the teachers in the classrooms. And so she models that for all of us. So I'll follow her example as well and try to help set that expectation also. I like that. Getting a relationship with students and setting that precedent that that's how that should be. Right. I like that. We can't assume we've got to, we've got to know everybody's story so that we can do what's best for those individual children. Yeah. And it, it's good for those students to feel loved because they have to be there every day. Right. It's either you love it or you hate it. So might as well love it. I don't like this, but it, it really warms our heart. The last day of school, the students that are crying because they have to leave. That's what I want to see because I want them to, you know, want to be in school we do registration online, but we've had in-person registration for those who weren't able to do it. And we were able to see several of our students at the registration and they were like, oh my gosh, we cannot wait to get back to school. We miss you so much. And that's what we want because if they're happy, more than likely they're going to do what they need to do and know it's their job, right? So yep. we want to make them feel safe. And of course we want parents to know that we're going to take care of their babies while they're here and we're going to love them. Definitely. I'm going to tell you and the listeners why I pick principals. No one really thinks about them. Everyone wants to interview the mayor, or someone else like that. No one thinks about the principals and really everything starts with the principals. The students start there. They meet them. These relationships that you talk about, they're so important even to me and to people that just graduated from high school and college. It's important to know people like you and have y'all as our principals because it sets the precedent for us later in life. We don't think about it because we are so young whenever we pass through your school. Thank you. You know, bottom line is teachers are the most important because they are the ones who are actually making that the greatest impact and teaching the academics. And so we are here, like we said earlier, to ensure that the teachers are supported and have what they need to make that impact because ultimately the students come first. And every single decision we make, every single thing we do, how is that going to impact students? Is it going to impact the students in a positive way? And if it doesn't, then we don't, you know, we don't go that route. I appreciate that though, too, because education is very important. And I do feel like sometimes educators, not just principals, I'm talking educators, don't really get the recognition that they need and that they deserve. So thank you for saying that. How do y'all think that you impact the community? You teach all these students, do they ever come back and talk to you? Actually, I've been in this district for many, many years, 25 years, almost 26. I have teachers here who are actually my students when I was a teacher or who actually went to the school when I was either assistant principal or principal. You know, you always have somebody in your a teacher or a, an, an educator that influenced you. I do have some that, you know, still contact me. One thing that we do in Ocean Springs, and I think I've seen some other school districts do it, but I just love it's one of my favorite days is our seniors when they graduate they go back and do a walk through the elementary school that they went to. And if they didn't go to elementary school in our district, they choose one. You usually go with a friend or whatever. And they walk the halls. We play the pomp and circumstance. They wear their cap and gown. We have signs for them. We have sign. We make a sign for every one of the students who are coming through. And our, our students, K through third graders, stand outside and cheer them on. Well, it's great for both sides. We get to see our students when they're graduating, which is amazing. That's where the, that's the goal, right? They start in kindergarten. The goal is to graduate high school. Mm -hmm. But it's so great for our little ones to be able to see that that could be you in one day. 
just to kind of, you know, encourage them to see what the big kids are doing and, you know, what they have to look forward to. But when you see someone you taught or you see someone that you've worked with and you see that they're doing well, it does make your heart feel good. My thing is I just always want to make a difference in some way. And so that is like my saying. I always tell my teachers, thank you for making a difference because that's what we're here for. And some people may teach for the job, but most teachers that I know teach because it's a calling and those are the best teachers. Definitely. Are y'all currently working on any projects that can improve school life? Like anything that can inspire other teachers to do in their school? Well, right now we're just getting ready for the new year, you know, class roles, just the normal routines and procedures and things like that. A lot of times we'll do throughout a school year, just with our teachers, we'll do maybe book studies, our little panels of groups of teachers where we can kind of come together and share ideas. But as far as like a big project, we have a new superintendent this year. He just started July 1st. So we are really looking forward as a district into some really positive changes. So as a district, we're doing some really good things. We have a theme for next year or we have a Hollywood theme. So everything we're doing kind of revolves around the theme and ours this year is lights, camera, learning. So it's kind of the Hollywood. And we just got our t-shirts. All the teachers have the same t-shirts we're going to wear the first day. And, you know, mainly it's just motivating, get back in the routine and we'll just do what we can throughout the school year to keep things running. That's great. I thank both of y'all for being here today. It was a pleasure talking to you. Well, it, it certainly was. And I, I appreciate you thinking of us, you know, having us on. This makes me feel good. And I like what you're doing. I'm very proud of you. And you need to come by and stop by and see us when you get a chance. Yes, ma'am. I really hope that this conversation inspires other teachers, other principals and superintendents, any educator. I hope they can learn from it and learn to build these relationships with students and motivate them, maybe with a boombox. I thank both of you all for being here today. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you. You've been listening to the MPB Student Council Podcast. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. This podcast is hosted with love by ACAST. Thank you for tuning in. Before you go, please be sure to leave a positive review for MPB's Student Council Podcast and subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode releases. See you next time.